Welcome to The Socialist. This is host Keegan Call, and we have guest, I'm kidding, our other co-host, Matt Mickelson. Welcome, Matt. Uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I feel like a guest. It's been too long. Matt asked me how to find the link to our podcast. It, it kind of reminded me of the that one dude on the social network. He couldn't even like navigate through Facebook, and the girl's like, "Wait, are you the owner of this?" <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably ask you every week for the link. Someday, Matt's gonna threaten to take every last penny once this podcast makes billions. I'm coming for the whole company. And I'll just kind of sit there and stare and say, sorry, dude. And I'll settle for $63 million. From AMC? <laughs> exactly. And then we also have another guest, Josh, Mr. Julie Edelman's the fifth greatest receiver of all time. I live in Utah, but like the Chiefs, Fernquist. You so mean Wes Walker? Have him back. <laughs> oh, that's right, Wes Walker. Julian Edmond would have been better, but thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Matt. Appreciate it. Anytime. You know who would have been a good pick, actually, for that? Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Too soon. Apparently the That's Chiefs don't guys. apparently the Chiefs don't agree either, though. <laughs> I mean, not much you can do when a guy wants to make more money than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, why would you pay the second best wide receiver in the NFL? They tried to, but he wanted more than what, what they could give him. And your best player. But... <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is a great intro to the pod, guys. Well, the intro is going a little slow, uh, but we'll try to be quicker like Tyree Kale here. So Sp- Speed it up with some tech, go. Yes. Hit it, Wes. The Socialist. gonna be quite the hill we go up today okay i'll stop uh we're going to play buy or sell on sports leagues okay so right now we have march madness going on there's a lot of talk like oh this is a great tournament we got the nba playoffs coming up the wmba is going i think i'm not sure but it might be going um, you got the Masters coming up. Baseball's out of a lockout. Who cares? No, I'm just kidding. A lot of good things coming. NFL free agency is on fire. Like, it's been a pretty good week of sports, wouldn't you guys say? I agree. I like, uh, I, I, one of my favorite things about the NBA is free agency. And I feel like NFL is, for the most part, pretty quiet. So this week has been super exciting with that. And then, to be honest, I forgot about March Madness, so I guess that's cool that that's going on too. And then, um, yeah, to your point, like MLB, like that's cool. They'll be in another lockout next year, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not too concerned about it. But a lot of good things going on. So, and, and kind of the 
preface to this podcast is we've actually had a few discussions um, amongst ourselves over the week about which leagues are better, which ones we like more. And so we wanted to kind of get on online and hash it out. Matt, you're a stocks guy. You want to explain how buy or sell works with the leagues? Yeah. So, I mean, typically speaking, right, when you're when you're looking at a stock like super high level, um, based off all of the different factors, at the end of the day, you ultimately have to make a decision whether there's enough value added for you to buy it or if it's underwhelming and you don't quite see the long-term potential or draw to sell. And so it's a quick way to determine whether or not something's good or not in, in layman terms. And so as we go through different leagues, right, let's say we say, you know, NFL, if I say buy, it's means I think it has long-term value. Um, I think it's good. And then we, we can give some reasons as to why. And I, I think some of our, our decisions um, tonight will surprise some of the listeners. Can we hold H O D L? No holding. Okay. Or we or we could say you get one hold. Okay. What is so as someone who doesn't know anything about stocks, what does hold mean? It means you're neutral. Neutral. So I'm I'm yeah. basically basically Switzerland on it. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> exactly. It's what uh, Travis Kelsey doesn't do as a tight end for the Chiefs. Hold. Isn't that a good thing? Block. Yeah, Keegan, I'm pretty sure it's good not to hold someone because that's a flag 10 yards. I like Travis Kelsey. So just everyone, so they know, so um, Keegan's a Lions fan and Matt's a, Matt is a Mariners fan. So like they have, they have so much misery in their lives that they have to drag me down to their level. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I don't know if drag is the right term. It's kind of more like invite, and then you willingly came. That's true, I guess. I guess I'm a I'm a, I'm a Royals fan, and they're awful, so that's fair. Who knows? I think the Mariners have higher upside than the Chiefs right now. <laughs> and with the shortened season, at least like the Mariners maybe won't taper off at the end. <laughs> and they I mean, added it, playoff spot. So it's it's yeah. only shorter. It's only shorter by two games. So. Oh uh, well. I feel like didn't they only miss it by like one or two games last year? Yeah, but they'll find a way to collapse. It's it's what they always do. And then farm out to the Yankees, so then the Yankees can yep. also fall short. And the cycle <laughs> continues. The cycle continues. Almost almost as bad as the Baker cycle. Baker, future Seahawk. He, if he goes future. to the Sea oh uh, if he goes to the Seahawk, I will no longer be a Seahawks fan. I would uh, rather you, bring Johnny Manziel out of retirement. Ooh, that's that's rough. I I would take Baker over Johnny. Johnny's pretty awful. Would you rather have Kaepernick or Baker? Kaepernick. I'd rather put DK at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's start with buy and sell. We're going to try to cover every major league. Um, is this, is this mainly sell. just – U.S. sports we're doing, I'm assuming? Mainly U.S. sports. We'll touch on a couple international ones. Cricket? Just because, I don't know. Not cricket, sorry. If we got any people angry that we didn't play put cricket on here, then we have a good, well, fan base here. 
Yeah, or frisbee golf, or frisbee golf, hey. rugby, rugby, frisbee golf's growing pretty. Water big. polo, swimming stock is now. We won't go there. I think, I think so. I think some of those are in the 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 Olympics. Though we have we have the summer. Olympics oh yeah, you're right. Olympics. Summer Olympics. That's so. true. Let's start with that one. The Olympics. Hey, should we buy or sell? Is is this for summer, winter, or both? Both. Just the Olympics. Both. Uh, do you uh, do you want me to go first? Yeah, Josh, you yeah. start first. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell just for the reason that. The Olympics are just so long and like they're interesting for like two days and then I just don't care anymore. Like there's there's a joke that Olympians are are, are like are like swing state. You only care about them once every four years and then they're meaningless after that. That's funny. I like that. Uh, so yeah, okay. I'm selling. Matt? Before you said we're going to combine them together, I was going to go buy summer, sell winter. Um, so now that you're combining them, I'm still gonna go with buy. Okay. Um, not as not as strong as a buy, but but like some of the greatest, like watching Usain Bolt live, like win the hundred and he's pumping his chest across the finish line. Like watching Michael Phelps set the record. Um, I mean, overall as a whole, like the Olympics, it's pretty underwhelming. Um, watching Sean White in his last Winter Olympics was was awesome. Um, even though he came up a little bit short, but like there are some pretty classic and unforgettable moments. And then I think more so than any other sport, there is the country pride behind it, which I think has fallen off over the last um, couple of decades. But still, at this point, I would buy. Hmm. That's... We got to we Keegan Keegan has the skip Bayless mm, down. <laughs> Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah i'm a definite sell uh matt sounded like someone defending wizard of oz or bill russell right there uh if they got rid of the olympics i would just not really care um honestly the olympics were going on this year and i didn't even realize it uh it feels like country pride is so much more down than it used to be for the olympics i almost yeah. feel like people are ashamed to represent the united states so yeah i don't totally get that like i found myself rooting against some of these teams because they were like so ashamed of the united states and look i get there's obviously there's problems and we want things to get better but at the end of the day you still represent your country i mean there's people from way worse countries proud of where they're coming from russia <laughs> I mean, I under I understand what you're saying from that standpoint, but I mean, you see the same thing in in other professional leagues. So I think if that's your your main criticism for the Olympics, I think it's not warranted because we saw the same thing and um, to some to some extent in the NFL, the NBA, if you will. It's just boring, honestly. Like, I just don't really feel a hype. I mean, I'm a big sports fan and. I mean, the way they broadcast it, even you have to have like a you have to have like Peacock Plus to even watch some of the events now. It's just stupid. Yep. Yeah, and I haven't even heard of Peacock. 
You heard of Peacock? Oh, it's it's uh, what they put all like The Office, Parks and Rec, all the uh, shows. All the for, over uh, NBC. all the overrated all the overrated shows. <laughs> Says the guy who's a fan of LeBron. <laughs> we'll do shows a different podcast because I got strong opinions about The Office, but that's Matt, valid. Matt, after after the pod where you said the Bourne series was overrated and James Bond was better, I I can't take your opinion seriously anymore. Like media, it's in movies. So coming from the guy who picked apparently Wes Welker as the fifth greatest receiver of all time. Oh yeah, and we keep and we keep it moving. What's the next league, Keegan? <laughs> Let's go with an easy one: the NFL. Buy or sell, Josh. I'm gonna buy for the simple matter that it's my favorite league and it's the most popular sports league in America. Okay, let me clarify. So every league, this is the one you're buying the most. And feel free to clarify that too when we do these. Yes, yeah, it's the one I'm buying the most. Um, I love the NFL. I follow it religiously sometimes too much when I should be paying attention to church. Um, but yeah, NFL is awesome. Despite some players that are a little scummy, I love it. And I will always follow it. <laughs> You know, uh, COVID church was the best thing that ever happened because it was all day NFL Sunday for me this year. So, say <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I didn't miss many games. That works. Per- that works perfectly into my quote that the NFL is Satan's favorite sport. <laughs> so. is that a quote? Yeah, I don't know if I came up with myself or I heard it somewhere else, but I probably heard it in in a lesson at church one time, and I just thought it was hilarious, and people started laughing, but it's kind of true. Well, to clarify, this is the one I would buy the most in as well. I play fantasy football. I watch pretty much every game that I can, every playoff game. I follow the stats. I have jerseys. I have cards. I we text about it all the time. Uh, I've been to the games personally. Uh, most recently, I went to the Thanksgiving game for the Lions. I was there when Calvin Johnson broke the all-time receiving record. Cowboys? No, it was against the Cowboys, wasn't it? It's against the Falcons. Falcons. Mm-hmm. Easily the best league. I know some people are a little. Upset about the whole nailing thing. I'm one of those people that don't really care about companies' stances. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I like the product. So next, next game. Uh, <clears throat> I'd rather watch like a boring regular season Thursday night football game than a lot of sports events, like even big sports events. Like to give you perspective, I'd rather watch like the Jaguars versus the Titans than the Olympics. Yeah, that's fair. Matt, buy or sell? <laughs> uh, buy. I do think it's definitely not the one that I would buy the most. I'm not the the. I'm a football fan. Like I enjoy it. I don't watch it very much anymore. I used to watch it every Sunday, but to be honest, I think I watched like one football game this year. So, um, yeah, not we, a, we could tell when you're making statements. Oh yeah. We can definitely tell that. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. He won the. He got to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen didn't. 
I mean, Josh Allen falls short in most big games, so you can say what you want. Mm. Um, but maybe he's just trying to follow in baby goat's footsteps. Dak? I believe Mr. Mahomes is baby goat. But oh, I think it's Dak. also I also think it's the most overrated though. What? No. Like, no. It's not. This is easily number one. It's I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's not number one, but I still think it's overrated. Then it, that doesn't even make sense. If it's I overrated, mean, then it's not number one. Yeah, it's like how's, saying, how's it overrated? Like, okay, Facebook, let's say Facebook. Facebook used to have the largest market share in the world. It's still overrated as a as a company or an app. If you want to compare this to stocks, just because something is number one doesn't mean it can't still be overrated. Eh. I don't buy it. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to buy it. It's the truth. I feel like if it's overrated, then it's not deserving of the spot it's in. Like you know it what? Can... You know what, Josh? Pizza's overrated. We eat it every day. I know, but it's still <laughs> overrated. <laughs> uh, uh, here's a here's a question, guys. How much how much is the NFL worth as of 2021? Something billion. Like seven hundred and fifty billion. Oh no, it's a hundred and twelve billion. So still less than Jeff Bezos's net worth. Is it? Is Jeff Bezos more than that? Yeah. I mean, but think about it. We- the Super Bowl is its own like holiday almost. Non-sports fans will watch the NFL. Yeah, yeah we'll they'll admit, watch it so they can uh, eat food and then take a nap. Exactly. And then watch the commercials. Non, this would be like the most buy for non-sports fans even too. Yeah, like, just, the, just the whole like culture of Super Bowl Sunday, let's get friends over, eat some food. I'm you know, 99% sure. I'm 99% sure if I asked a majority of my non-sports friends if they would buy the NFL or sell the NFL, even though they watch the Super Bowl, they would still sell it. It relative to the other sports leagues? Um, I think to some extent, yeah. Mm, I don't buy it either. Okay, Matt. Anyway. Mickelson. <laughs> Up next, let me tell you why the NFL is overrated, but still number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well. That's it. That's gonna go. Number, the, that's gonna go in the archive. NFL's number, number one, one, but overrated. It's not my favorite. I'm not saying it's my favorite. I think. Oh yeah, a, it doesn't doesn't be your favorite. Yeah. I'm I'm saying from a United States standpoint, and from a general viewership, like I understand why it's number one, and I'm gonna put my common sense forward and not disagree with that. But I think it's overrated. Okay. Let's move on to the NCAA football. Josh, buy or sell? A sell. I, uh, gosh, I don't care at all for college football. And someone a while back asked me, they're like, oh, you're such a big NFL fan. You know so much about it. Like, I don't understand. How come you like college football? And my reasoning is that in the NFL, the Lions can beat the 15-1 Buccaneers. Like, it's possible. Like, it it could happen. 
Like any given Sunday, any team can win. But the Mississippi Valley State University is never going to beat Alabama. It's never going to beat Ohio State. Just because it's not a draft, because you sign, the talent is always going to be grouped in the SEC or Ohio State. That's why I'm going to sell, just because the talent is not dispersed evenly. It's it, it's stuck in one place, and so it's boring. In the, in the college football playoff, there's been like two teams out of the out of Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, and and uh, Clemson that don't go there. So it's it's just boring. It's, it's predictable and boring. I think I think I mean I'm just gonna like spoiler alert for the rest of the pod. I'm gonna sell any college league because I think <laughs> I, there's such a big gap between college sports and pro sports. So like at the end of the day. If, if if you're gonna give me the option to watch like a a good college team or a bad pro team, I still think the level of competition is way better in the pro team. Maybe they don't compete, quote unquote, as hard or whatever, night in or they night play out. Play for school pride, Matt. Come on. <laughs> but like, so I'm gonna sell college football as well. I I I my my biggest drawback on college football is similar to Josh's in the sense that like does Alabama really need to play half of their games against these teams that like I might have been able to walk on to and win <laughs> like 61 to 0 yeah like, and then, like yeah it's... I think at I think at large like super overrated it's watered down um like and I I get that um, I will say though, like when you start to get towards the end of the season, like conference championships time, when you got the Ohio State Michigan game coming up, and then you got the the conference championship with Georgia and Alabama, um, like though that part of the college football season, like around Thanksgiving time, headed into bowl season, is great. Like, like it's phenomenal. Like I love it but you're also talking about two weeks out of like a 17 week year. So it's kind of like, yeah. So I, I mean, all in all, I'd sell. So we get one hold. I'm going to use my hold on college football. So to clarify with hold, it's basically like, I'm going to wait and see. The reason I say that is NFL's number one, namely because it's football. So college football, there's something there. It's still football. I just think the formula, the way it's set up is flawed. <clears throat> so that's why I, I don't argue with people selling. I think there's a lot of flaws with it, but there's a lot of great moments with it. I always say when it's September, it smells like college football season. I'm like, there's just like a feeling in the air. Like when it's September, and it's like week one. It just kind of smells like college football NFL going. Uh, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a palpable smell in the air, like oh, football starting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. Some of my most heartbreaking, Josh has seen them, and most memorable moments have been during college football games. Uh, certain games get you really hyped. Definitely rivalry games. I think college football is probably one of the best rival sports that we have still, where you really that feel like fun. it has that. That's, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I grew up in Utah. There was the Holy War, BYU versus Utah. That was like always one of the biggest days of the year. It's like, oh, BYU versus Utah. 
And then when I moved to Michigan, I Michigan Ohio State, which is perhaps the biggest rivalry in the nation, even though Ohio State kills us almost every year. No, not last year. Exactly. Michigan beating Ohio State, there was just like this, oh my gosh, we did it. And, you know, Michigan making the playoff, it was like, whoa, Michigan's back. And then then they lost. And that's where I get to, is the playoff and the bowl games. That's why I'm holding. I think there's something there. They need to fix it. Like the college football playoff is lame. The SEC dominates. It's awful. I don't know how to fix it. Uh, one idea is to like put a cap on recruits. So basically, if you're Alabama or any team, you can only add a certain amount of five-star recruits to your team through recruiting. That way it balances out more. So Yeah, that'd be nice. That way you'd be like, okay, Alabama's got their three five-star recruits. They can't add any more. Uh, and then I think expanding the playoff ultimately would uh, – that bring a little bit of that magic you find in it's uh i guess your the sister sport college basketball march madness just a little bit more excitement unpredictability it's like josh you said it's like georgia alabama ohio state clemson yeah lsu Auburn. yeah basically an sec team uh no one else really yeah. has a chance like this was michigan's best year in 20 years and they they were not even close <laughs> to beating Georgia. So, yeah, Keegan, that's funny. So, if you go to the FCS, so I think it's Division One, but not FBS. The FCS has a playoff, but it's 16 teams, um, which is comparable to the NFL. I think that would be a lot more interesting. Yep. Um, you could, yeah, you could shorten the regular season. And eliminate the yeah. three to four meaningless games that oh, definitely. Half, yeah. half the teams yeah. play and expand the playoff. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, yeah, like who, who cares when Alabama plays South Valley, Mississippi? No, no, no one cares. Like, obviously, they're going to win. I would personally. Yeah, they do. back up like 35 to zero at the end of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they're putting in their you know, third stringers. I like the idea of like 10 teams, the top two seeds get a bye. So, I mean, they're still. Yeah. Reason to get those top two seeds, kind of like the NFL. It just involves more teams. It gives some underdogs a chance, like your your non-Power 5 teams. Uh, One of those gets a chance to get in. And then, yeah, I just think it'd make it a lot interesting. That's why I'm going to hold for now, because I really do enjoy different aspects of college football. Uh, If you've ever been to a game, it really is super fun. Yeah, they're super fun. I agree. They're pretty fun. But yeah, the the formula is weird. Some teams just really have no chance of ever winning. And that kind of takes out the fun when you genuinely think no matter how good you do, you can't win at all. <laughs> so we will I will hold on that one. Should we jump to college basketball? Good segue. College oh. basketball, the main the main reason we're having this pod because of March what Madness. A great theme song. Might be the best one of the best. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Like just I remember in like school, like some of the cool teachers would have it play during the day. And you just hear it in from one of the classrooms. Also, you know, I'm an HR uh, talent acquisition guy. 
some of the most unproductive days of work are actually during March Madness. <coughs> which makes total sense. That's fair. That's fair. Josh, buy or sell March Madness or college basketball. So I'm going to – this one's tough for me, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. Um, I don't watch a lot of college basketball anymore. Um, I, got, I, got two, I got two daughters, so I've got free time. But March Madness is, is to me – Wait, you have you have two daughters? No, I don't. I don't, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, absolutely. For the listeners, um, when, when I had my daughter last year, I believe Matt texted Keegan, and he was like, I had no idea Josh was having a baby. That's crazy. Anyway. Um, so it's an inside joke. Every time I see a picture of them, two daughters, I just – Oh, Josh has two daughters. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, but I think March Madness is what uh, the, uh, college football needs. Not necessarily that exact same thing. But March Madness is so ingenious because you can make your own bracket. You can, you know, bet with your friends. You can compete, et cetera, et cetera. And it really, because we saw, was it 2019? We saw um, Virginia lose to, oh, oh, what was the name of the school? UMBC. UMBC, yeah, UMBC. I then, in like 2010, we had VCU that went to the like elite, like, the, like final four. They're like a 10 seed. Like it really is what you want to see where, yeah, the good teams usually win. But it isn't the the college football playoff where you have these four powerhouses duking it out. Like you, sure. you really do get to see, you know, these up and coming teams. You know, your Hofstras. Um, you get to see Davidson College. You you get to see these smaller colleges compete. It's the and one actually this year. Sometimes Saint Peter's. Fifteen yeah. seed. Yeah, I was I was looking at the bracket, and I think in the Sweet Sixteen you have a ten versus eleven seed. Um, I, I I can't remember what, what their names are, but. Yeah, and then you got some of your big schools like Duke, UNC, yeah, Duke, Michigan. Kansas. Hmm. Kansas, yeah. But yeah, I'm totally going to buy it. I uh, love college basketball. It's just unfortunately, I'm not able to watch it very much anymore. Matt? Um, I mean, I said it earlier in regards to college sports. I'm going to sell. Yeah. Um, that's think, crazy. Yeah, you're, that's why we're friends. You're crazy, too. But... Um, I mean, just overall, like, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I would sell. I I like college basketball. I don't watch a ton of it anymore. Um, March Madness is great and all, but, like, when, like, the star player of the tournament is Timmy from Gonzaga, and he averages, like, 12 points a game and, like, 12 rebounds, and he just gets a bunch of layups all night. Like, I would rather watch. It's, like, it's it's the same time as the NBA as the NBA is like kind of nearing like the the close of the playoff race. Like I would rather turn the TV on and watch like the Warriors play the Bucks than watch the Final Four. Um, just the level of competition is is greater. I am also I am not an underdog person. I don't really like when the underdog wins. Like I might be crazy. But, like, I hate it in the PGA when the underdog wins. I, I wish Tom Brady would have beat Eli Banning. Is that I how you wish... felt when the Cavs beat the 73-9 Warriors? That's different. Okay. <laughs> I mean, most people would have criticized LeBron had he lost anyway, so you could argue that. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, I'm just not a an underdog person all in all so like this whole idea of like march madness is great because we just had a 15 seed win on a half court buzzer beater against a number one seed i'm just like 
Yeah. Not a fan. Man, you um, really you really are an employee of Amazon. I hate the underdog. <laughs> tisk tisk tisk. I heard a rumor Amazon sells products for cheaper so other companies go out of business so they can just completely control the market. Like they'll sell products and lose money, but they'll ultimately drive other businesses out of business and therefore control the market. Just a rumor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure what you want me to say. I'm not sure how we got to that point from college basketball, but Matt's like, I can't confirm or deny those details. Sell. <laughs> I'm definite buy. Um, March Madness is easily one of the top sports events of the year. What makes a sports league great for me is like other people caring about it. So the Super Bowl NFL, March Madness, a lot of people care about it. So when everyone's filling out brackets, you're chattering, who'd you put down on? Did you put the upset? Oh, did you see this game? It just adds this added excitement to it. So every year I run my own bracket group. I kind of laugh because some people I reach out to, they're like, oh, I didn't watch any college basketball this year. Like that's going to like affect your bracket from being good or something. <laughs> it's like... I guarantee it, you could have watched every single college basketball game and your bracket's probably not going to be any better. Might as well just go to the casino. Yeah. I run a March Madness bracket. People probably think I watch college basketball. I promise you I watched zero college basketball games leading up to March Madness. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. Literally zero. Yeah. And I've since March Madness, I've watched pretty much every game I could. The Sweet 16 starts tomorrow. I'll be watching. And then <laughs> once it ends, I won't think about it again till next March. Yeah, that's the same. Totally fair. So, the, so I mean, so it sounds like you buy March Madness and not college basketball. Well, I mean, March Madness is college basketball. Square is a rectangle. I mean, rectangle is a square. It's like 10% of college basketball. It's like one week out of like a five-month season. I mean, I'd say that way people would be like that with like golf majors too. They don't watch like the tournaments each week, but they watch the majors. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about golf. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I don't watch the regular season. I, it's, okay, so you buy you buy March Madness, not college basketball. I I didn't realize they were two different sports. Well, it sounds like you don't like college basketball. You just like the tournament. It's like, it's like me not watching a a single tennis tournament, but I watch the highlights on YouTube, and so I'm like the greatest tennis fan of all time. Well, that'd be you with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. <laughs> Josh Allen did pretty well in the poinsettable. <laughs> oh wait, never mind. He lost to be right here in 2017. That's oh, man. I can't help you, Matt, if you don't understand March Madness. So I understand it. I mean, it's pretty easy to understand. Matt is a way bigger basketball fan than Josh, but Josh appreciates March Madness more. Maybe he doesn't watch it. Uh, do you watch it, Matt? Eh, not really. Mm. I mean, I'll watch the Final Four. I'll watch the National Championship. Like, I'll watch the championship of any sport because I think it's – it's 
I mean, it's impressive, right? And obviously, it's the two best teams in whatever sport you're watching. Um, it's competitive. It's it's exciting to watch. But, like, all in all, like, again, I would rather watch a good NBA game than a March Madness game. And I do agree. I, I do agree what you said, Matt, that the talent is from college to pros is just 100%. I mean, it's way different, you know? Like, I remember back when the Browns went 0-16, people were like, oh, my gosh, Alabama could destroy them. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, nah. it, just, just the talent is just crazy. Like, the, the Browns would beat them 100 times out of 100. It's, it's just, yeah, stop. Nah. And I do think college basketball has suffered. Uh, there's – the teams aren't together as much. It's a lot more one and done players. So I think that has taken away yeah, a little bit of the yeah. luster. Like Duke is like yeah, a new team yeah. every single year. Uh, you know, several years yeah, but, ago, it was a little bit more. This team's been fighting for a couple years. It's hard to argue with that though, too. Cause I mean, if I'm going to be a top five draft pick as a freshman, I'm out. I'm, I'm going to the pros. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can make but, 20 million next year or nothing. Obviously but that is, that. that is like, if you were to say that one thing that college football has that college basketball doesn't have, it's like you pretty much get the same or a similar team for, you know, three years or so. Yeah. Yeah. As, as opposed to one. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, since we're on the basketball topic, let's move to the NBA. Josh, buy or sell? NBA. I'm going to sell it. I don't – I used to love the NBA, but I just – Ever since it got taken taken over by the players, I just don't care anymore. Like, I watch a it sport got, to watch to watch a sport. I don't care about your political opinions. That's why I sell the NBA. But you don't sell the NFL. So you're telling them to <laughs> shut up and dribble, Josh? I'm not telling them to shut up and dribble. I'm just saying that. You, like, if you want to be vocal, you can be vocal, and that's I know. Right. I'm just it's, put, it's all, I just mean and put you in a and, corner. Hey, shut up! And it's it's also it's also my right to not want want to watch you anymore. That's fair. Yeah. Shut, no, up, I, I, shut up and dribble. We got it. <laughs> so you, you you sell in you sell the NBA because of the politics, but you NFL's where it's at. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's politics in the NFL, but I feel it's definitely more low key, and the focus is still on football, whereas the NBA. I feel like the NBA is starting to morph more to the WNBA of their stances on stuff. And I'm just like, cool, you can do what you want, but I don't want to watch any of this crap then. Yeah. Matt, buy or sell? <laughs> buy. <laughs> oh, well. Really? I didn't expect that one. Oh, my goodness. Did you – uh? Do you if LeBron is not in the league? Do you buy it still? Ooh, well, that's fair. I still buy There's... it. I, I've, I mean, I've been a LeBron fan since day one. But like, I appreciate good basketball as much as I hated the Warriors during their yeah. time frame. I mean, oh, the goodness. phenomenal basketball time, phenomenal basketball team. As soon as LeBron retires, to be honest, it's not going to be the same for me. Like, to be honest, like the PGA isn't the same for me with with Tiger not playing. So. I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to watch as many games because I won't. But, I mean, I still – there's there's a lot of good individual players. Like, I mean, like, I really like Giannis. He's probably going to be, you know, quote-unquote, the next LeBron, if you will. But, I mean, 
I mean, overall, like to both of your points that at earlier times, like I don't like I watch sports because of sports. Like I don't care about politics. Like I, you know, people people complain, and this is kind of a side rant, but people complain about like certain athletes and not being like the greatest people outside of you know like in everyday scenario like a Tyreek Hill all... or something right <laughs> exactly I'm like no if we... a I was like, I... if you really if you really cared about like what kind of people you were you know watching on tv or whatever you'd probably spend more time in church that's that's definitely, always my yeah, definitely that's my response to them so like I don't get hung up on all that stuff I, I love the NBA I mean there's definitely definite flaws I think Adam Silver is probably like, like as a whole, like when it comes to sports, probably the best commissioner. Um, like I think he's done a great job. I think, like, the players. Um, I think it's it's one of the organizations that gives back the most. Um, it's exciting. Like there are nights where it's like, I get the whole load management. You don't see that. Um, in other sports so I get some frustration with that but overall I mean it's exciting I love the playoffs it's my favorite the NBA playoffs is my favorite like moment in sports if you will some of my best memories as a kid were watching the playoffs you know in June um, and yeah, I mean, it's overall fair. it's a overall, lot of LeBron losses <laughs> <laughs> well a lot of wins a lot of playoff wins just a lot of losses in the finals yeah. Yeah, yeah, Matt. Matt, was it was it in 2017 or 2018 that we watched the finals together? I can't remember. It was it was definitely one of them. It was 2016. 2016. Was that it? We we watched one of the games when the Warriors came back or the Cavs came back three one. We were roommates. I I think we were roommates or something. No, because this was I think this is when we're both married. So I think it was 2017. It was, it was when they came back 3-1 because I have a specific memory eating Jack in the Box with Rebecca uh-huh. when uh-huh. LeBron had his block. Be, dude, I remember it like it was yesterday. That block in that game. like that's like I, I, when it, I'm more disgusted so, Jack in the Box is involved in so many <laughs> mad stories. Gosh. And it was one of the games previous to that that we watched. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, Matt, I will admit that is probably like you have like vivid – uh, like memories of, of like sports, like you know the the block on LeBron, the pass from Mahomes to Tyreek Hill in the Super Bowl, the you know the the Chiefs drive against the Bills, like that is definitely one of the most vivid vivid memories I have of sports is that block. Boom. Yeah, because I think I think when it comes to like the Super Bowl, it's great because it's a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. But there's there's something different about a playoff game seven like yeah. you don't i mean i'm not a big nhl person so i can understand that you get that there or whatever but when it comes to like game seven there's something different about it and like you i feel That's like fair. you really only get that like again i'm not a baseball fan either but i feel like in basketball like that's like the so, like, when you have a Game 7 NBA Finals, I don't think, like, a Super Bowl comes close to that or any other type of sporting event. Eh, I, I disagree, but that's fine. Keegan, buy or sell? It's a buy for me. Uh, I've definitely sold a couple stocks here and there, but overall I'm buying. 
I like it. I mean, overall, if I mean, you look at all the leagues and the ones I've followed throughout my lifetime, NBA is definitely number two, probably even number one sometimes. Uh, not anymore. NFL's kind of solidified itself for me as number one now. Uh, but there have been plenty of times I picked the NBA over NFL at different times in my life, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been watching the NBA since 2001. Diehard Kobe Bryant fan. And then... Uh, Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Big fan of a lot of players. I like... Probably my favorite active player right now is Rajon Rondo. And Giannis Antetokounmpo. I give LeBron garbage, but I, I mean, I like LeBron. He just sometimes a little bit much. But I mean, I respect him as the third best player of all time. So fifth. <laughs> I'm trolling. I'm trolling Matt there. Uh, if he's, I'm sorry, but if he's if he's outside your top two, like. I can understand him as number two, like, whatever. I disagree yeah. with that, too. But if somebody says, like, he's outside my top five, I'm just like, have you ever watched a basketball game? Like, this, These are probably the same people that rank Josh Allen and uh, Justin Herbert <laughs> over Mahomes and Rodgers, because that makes sense. They're probably hey, he, just won, he, he, he just won MVP. Yeah, but Justin Herbert, he is he's the greatest quarterback right now, guys, uh, without a doubt. The NBA, is, the NBA is really funny. It's like the actual gameplay is not as good as it used to be, but just the idea and drama of it is the best part. Like, what you saw from the NFL this last week is basically what the NBA has been drama-wise. Like, I love the trades, the drama, the rumors. Dude, I hated all those trades. Oh, oh goodness. I think it's fun. It's a the fun excitement. NBA? The NBA, like – free agency is more exciting than some of these other professional sports leagues that we're talking about. It's, I mean, that's fair. If you that's watch fair. some of the, some of the NBA games, the free agency is more exciting. It's like, like, that's tonight, true. Like, like, like tonight I'm like, Oh sweet. Lakers, Sixers, Sixers. Oh, LeBron's not playing. Like, uh, like, there's... I, I think it's one of those sports, like, we could get into this a lot, but, like, to some of the other sports we've talked about, I think it could be changed a little bit, like, shorten the season, mm-hmm. minim, minimize the back-to-backs because most of the stars load manage anyways and and make it, more competi- yeah. make it more competitive throughout. But I do think it's one of those things, like, nostalgia or historically, right? It's been 82 games, so we're just going to keep it at 82 games. So Yeah, that's fair. And I think plenty of people care about the NBA. I mean, to be honest, it'd be I don't see anything taking over the NBA or NFL from my two top two spots ever. Maybe college football if it fixes its stance. I mean, March Madness is kind of a micro event, so it's almost I mean, to be fair, Matt, you're right. It's almost like I don't care about the season. It's just March Madness. It's almost like a three-week spurt, I care more than most sports, and then after that, I don't care. I mean, the NBA and NFL as a whole, I'm drinking it up. I mean, you know, we talk all the time about it. I do fantasy basketball. I've been to games. I have jerseys. I have cards. I mean, definitely one of the ones I drink the most. Yeah, it's like 
It's like how often do you go <laughs> look up the highlights of a regular season NCAA basketball game? Never. Oh, never, yeah, never. But then it's like, oh, LeBron put up 55 last night or or Kyrie had 40 in the first half or look at this dunk. or So even though it's like boring through spurts, like there's still moments of greatness like consistently throughout the season, I feel like. And it's because of the NBA I would watch regular season game because I'd be like, oh, I want to see this draft draft prospect that might go into the NBA, like yeah, like Zion. Like everyone was watching the Duke games because it was like, oh, can't wait to watch Zion in the NBA. Oh yeah, what what what, which, what happened to what happened to Zion Williamson? Does he still play or yeah, play this year? He plays like three games a season because he keeps getting hurt because. He weighs a lot and has a 60-inch vertical, so it's bad on his knees. So he's he's basically Greg Odom? Pretty Odom. much. Yeah. That's sad. Because yeah, didn't he have like an amazing rookie year? Or correctly? I think he played like half the year. Half he, the year? He had a really good second year. Second year? Yeah. Okay, that's probably what I remember. Yeah, he was an all-star. I mean, he's legit when he plays. He just can't yeah. say healthy. Gotcha. Yeah. By the way, Matt, reason to watch college basketball, Chet Holmgren, little draft prospect there. I like Gonzaga. I mean, that's my Washington team. Yeah. All wow, right. He's, two, he's 284 pounds. Goodness. Well, hey, the... we have we have the exact same birthday, me and him. Sorry, that was, that was a tangent, but anyway. Oh, it's a good tangent. Uh, we have the exact same. Although I am seven years older than him. Goodness. What are you, 32? Yes, I was born in 1993, and it is 2025. Dude, you're 32? Matt, I'm I'm a year older than you are. Uh, I think you're like a year and a half older than that. A year and a half, that's probably true, yeah. I'm just going to say, all right. WNBA, Josh. WNBA. So this one's easy for me. I'm going to sell it for the one reason that the NBA and WNBA has never made a profit in its entire existence. So if it doesn't make money, I'm not going to buy it. So that's, that's, that's all I got to say about it. Josh. That was, that was the most well-articulated stock pick for tonight. <laughs> hey, Matt, I, I have a question for you. That's what? Would you rather have – Five dollars, or see your local WNBA team win the championship. I don't even know if I have a local WNBA team. <laughs> so I'd probably take I'd probably take the five dollars. I'm gonna go ahead and sell it too, just for the sole fact that I've never seen a game, and I and like I don't feel like I'm missing out. Like yeah, to the and so, I mean, I think back to the point of competition, like if I have a WNBA game on and an NBA game on, like who am I going to watch? Like LeBron or? Brittany Kreiner? That's, that's, the, that's Colorado, the Colorado the, Chill. They were there for two years. Brittany Kreiner is technically detained in Russia right now. So Wait, what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh goodness! Look, Why? So, I, the, look. the 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 main WNBA star might not even ever play again. So, oh, goodness, that's another reason to sell. Like I'm not I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I've 
I will never watch a WNBA game unless Roslyn grows up and enters the WNBA. Then I'll be very yeah, proud and watch her fair. games. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, if Alice or Sophie became a official basketball player, I'd watch every game I could. But yeah, I agree with that, Keegan. Other than that, I, I, have, no, I have no interest to ever watch it. Yeah. I mean, my wife Amber prefers an NBA game and will never watch a WNBA game. So it's not this... If anyone's listening saying Keegan's sexist because he doesn't like the WNBA, it has nothing to do with that. It's the same reason I don't like watching high school football over college football. I like higher level sports. The WNBA is not a higher level sport than college basketball and the NBA, which has always been my take of why I prefer professional sports over college sports. It's a higher level of play. The WNBA is a very low level of play. It just doesn't interest me. I'm not going to hate on people that enjoy it. Good for you. I think that's great. But for me, it's a it's a total sell. Uh, maybe the only little harsh comment I'll make is I think people that want equal pay need to take a business class. I mean, you make what your league brings in revenue-wise. It's just like a company. It's I mean, you see it with actors and actresses. I think people should be equally paid – if they're doing the same job for a company that has the same business and revenue. So I just had to say that. You sexist, Keegan. <laughs> I know. So, uh, Matt, you're buying? Okay. So, <laughs> technically, I never would have bought it, so I wouldn't even have to sell it. Let's do an interesting one. ATP Tennis. Josh, buy or sell? I might go ahead and sell. Like, I, tennis I is one sport I enjoy playing. Like, I, I love playing tennis. Yes. Um, but if you would ask me to name a tennis player not named Federer, Nadal, or Djokovic, I, I couldn't tell you a single one, honestly. Um, my... My mom really loves tennis. That that's the sport she watches the most. If she watches, I don't know if she watches it anymore. But, um, but yeah, just tennis. I love to play it, but it just doesn't interest me to watch it. Like, I, how much free time do you have if you're sitting on your couch and you're turning on like a regular, like even even like a major intense, like the French Open, Wimbledon, U.S. Open. Like, how much free time do you have if you're watching not one of those? That's mm-hmm. just my two cents on the matter. So yeah, that's a that's a sell for me. Even though I do love tennis, Matt, I'm gonna buy. Ooh, I, um, really? Yeah, I. Uh, Josh, where's your? I mean, ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy for a couple of different reasons. I I. And, like, again, like, no disrespect, but I think from, like, a gender standpoint, like, tennis is one of the few sports where I can, like, watch Serena Williams or or mainly just her, but where I feel <laughs> like I'm getting, like, a similar type competition and I can, like, get into it, if you will. Yeah. Um, I also, again, back to my point, like, I'm not a big underdog person, so I, I like the fact, like, like I loved watching Federer and uh, the doll go at it. Like some of those tennis matches um, were just incredible to watch, even not being like a huge tennis fan. 
I think from an international standpoint as well, I know we're more focused on the, the U.S. aspect. I just anytime a sport can be, you know, extremely popular in the United States and globally, I feel like I have to give it um, some more respect, if you will. Um, I've I've liked the back and forth between kind of the, the three goats like I like the the clay versus the grass, like just a different kind of unique spin on, on a sport, if you will. Not a lot of other sports. Nice pun. Um, <laughs> kind of have that. Um, so, I mean, overall, like to Josh's point, like I enjoy playing it. Like I don't have like, you know, a $300 tennis racket or anything like that. But um, kind of for those reasons though, overall I would, I would buy yeah, I would, I would almost hold it in the sense that like it's going to be interesting to see where it's at five years from now without Federer, Nadal, Murray, um, Djokovic. Djokovic. Like, Serena, like it's going to be, no. yeah. So like five years from now, maybe ask me again and I'll I'll sell. But I'm also saving my hold for a different sport. But um, for the <laughs> last ten, for the last ten years, it's been phenomenal. So. That's how I'll stay mine. Buy, but eventually you're going to need to sell quick. Yeah. We have been spoiled with the big four or the unbelievable three. Like you said, the three goats, Djokovic, Federer, and Dahl. I mean, they legit, they're like all right there for most majors ever. Uh, That era is coming to an end. Federer's pretty much done competing as far as I'm concerned. Nadal is pretty much clay or if Djokovic isn't playing (laughs) because of a COVID reason. And then Djokovic is, I would say he's probably still in his prime, but it's going to be out soon. Uh, 10 years ago, if you bought it, I think tennis is very underrated. I think Matt, I mean, you both brought up the point, like, I enjoy, of like all the women's sports, tennis is the most interesting to me. Uh, Serena, I think one of the coolest stories ever is she won a major pregnant. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, that's just one of the greatest sports accomplishments of all time. Uh, I've been told the uh, Williams Sisters movie with Will Smith is really good. I need to go watch that. Is uh, it new? Yeah. It's just about hmm. like. Uh, I guess the premise, like their father raising them to learn tennis. Yeah, basically teach them about tennis and like just how they grew up and their like training regiments and, and how they're treated uh, by. Because I mean, you think about it, like there are two black girls, and you know, tennis is more of like a rich white person sport. So yeah, yeah. Huh. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, man, I know you're a big Tiger Woods guy. I mean, you know, Serena yeah. and Venus are kind of similar type story, similar, but even crazier because they're twins and both. Serena's obviously more notable, but Venus was really good too. Yeah, if it weren't for Serena as well, just being a little bit better, like Venus would have had way more wins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, so do you guys want to hear a crazy stat? So I just looked this up. Um, from 2004 to 2022, um, only 11 of the majors were won by someone not named Nadal Federer Djokovic. So in, about right. in, eight, in 19 years, so 19 times four, only 11 of those majors were not won by one of them, which is insane. 
That's crazy to me. Which is why we're worried about it. Carefully yeah, buying definitely. or, you know, Josh, you're, you're selling right now because you think, you know, the, the run has gone out. And that's, that's really yeah, fair to say there isn't this, I think it has. there isn't this, not only is there a, they have to be like marketable, which is kind of the interesting thing. Djokovic isn't as like marketable as like a Federer, but he's arguably actually better. <laughs> like you could pretty much justify he's better than Federer. Federer is just more likable. I don't know if 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 Nadal hadn't gotten injured, I think he probably would have been the best of the three. But he he had I think like two or three year stretch where he didn't really play. It's part much. of the game though. You gotta. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll say is, Josh, you, men, you both mentioned you know playing tennis. I loved playing tennis too. I played in high school. Uh, it's a sport you can still get into, even if you're like I don't play tennis. Uh, it's a sport you can carry on later in your years. You don't have to. So I think it's a really fun sport. Definitely one of the most underrated. Uh, I hope tennis as a whole professionally can find a good narrative still. Uh, I feel like golf is kind of, I feel like golf has kind of found its groove now past Tiger Woods, which is good for, uh, so we can kind of segue into that since, you know, they're similar formats, individualized. PGA. Josh, first off, we all love golf. We, Golf together. We won championships in college together. I guess we are we, we are the 20, 2017 BYU Idaho competitive golf champions. <laughs> oh, we not even close either. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was, was with the green team cheated, but we still beat them by like thirty strokes. Yeah, I called them out for cheating. Uh, I we won. Ev- I we won every week and the scramble. I'm gonna be honest. If I if I hadn't been chosen by you, Keegan, I wouldn't have played ever. It was Matt that chose you. Did you choose me? Yes, yeah. that, that was super lucky. I, this, yeah, we went into the draft. We kind of even almost like cheated. Not really. But didn't you only play like one day in tryouts, Josh? And I told no. you to shoot shoot like a forty five. No. So what happened was there 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 were two days of tryouts. There was like a Friday and a Saturday. Um, so the Friday it was just like putting and chipping, and then the Saturday I couldn't go because my father-in-law came in town, and that's a funny story I can tell you guys another day. But oh, I, I won't, that's what it was. Yeah, I won't do it over the the pod. So yeah, I didn't or actually play it? at all. So so was Matt was you? like, oh yeah, Josh is terrible. He's not good at all. <laughs> was it you, Keegan? I told you to shoot like a sixty. You said just yeah. you said just don't have your best round. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> little Pete Rose esque. And then everybody, when we did the draft, I think Josh shot like in the mid 40s, and I passed up like three people that shot in the 30s, and they looked at me like I was crazy, and I'm like, just wait. <laughs> and so, yeah, and then the first week, I think I shot like a 35. Uh, that was fun. And they're like, Sam oh, Dagger. you guys cheated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, buy or sell, I'm 100% going to buy. Uh, the PGA, uh, just for – I don't ever watch any regular season. Do you call them regular season? I'm going to call them non-major tournaments. I don't ever watch any non-major tournaments. But the majors, 100%. I watch those Thursday to Sunday. You know, I, I'm when I'm at work. I'm driving home from work when I'm at home. I just love to have a mom just, just listening to how all the players are doing. Um, golf is probably the one pro sport where – I am confident that I can 
do what the pros do. Not every day, of course, because I'm not a pro golfer. But it, once in a blue moon, I can achieve what they achieve, but not consistently, which is why I'm a, not a pro golfer. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I love the majors. I love the PGA. It is sad that Tiger's gone, but we have a, a good mix of new players. We got Kepka. We got uh, Keegan's favorite pr- player, Jordan Spieth. We got Matt's favorite player, Bryson DeChambeau. You know, um, DJ. Um, I almost said John Daly, not John. <laughs> what was I thinking of? Um, but yeah, John uh, Ram. John Ram. That's what I was thinking of John Ram. Yeah, but yeah, I uh, love the PGA. Rory. That is a oh yeah, Rory. That's one hundred percent buy for me. All right, this Matt. is this is my my main buy. If I were to pick one, but I was buy. all in on on my on my buy, like both of you in the NFL, would be me and the PGA. I Ooh, know it's not. I know it's not like the most popular, um, in America, if you will. Um, but like to your point, like I mean, I could go on about Tiger Woods and how I think he's the greatest athlete oh. of all time, and people will think I'm stupid because he's a golfer or whatever. But like watching him go at it with Phil, um, like was phenomenal. I think to your point, Josh, like as far as like future potential from a from an individual golfer standpoint, like the like just phenomenal possibilities. Um, a lot of good people in their, their mid twenties. Um, they just, they just, and and it's, it's exciting. Um, like there's 10 to 20 golfers that are just incredible. And then outside of the PGA, um, I, I mean, it's my favorite sport to play. Like it's has the most memories, you know, playing with family, um, watching tournaments, like other my my two big like sports memories growing up are the LeBron ones, obviously, but then the Tiger Woods ones. Like, I still yeah. remember exactly where he was when he chipped in at the Masters. Like, um, um, but I mean, overall, winning on like, a uh, broken leg. Wow. Yeah, COVID. I feel like also gave golf this almost like resurgence because like a lot of other sports were closed down, but you could still go outside and golf. Um, in most places, not Seattle, but, um, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, it would be my, my biggest buy mm-hmm. love golf. I know it's not the most popular. I hope it gains more popularity, but I understand that the cost is, makes it difficult. Oh, those are great points. PGA is a huge buy for me. It's actually my, I guess my biggest riser of any of the sports. Uh, it's definitely number three. Um, past couple of years, I've actually been following like the regular season. So anyone listening knows Tiger Woods. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there was a big concern that after he left, golf would fail. I mean, you know the numbers. You know, the camera spent yeah. more time Tiger Woods pulling up in the parking lot than half the field even playing. Uh, and that's how it's going to be. Tiger Woods is one of the most compelling sports figures of all time. So, you know, technically the numbers will go down a bit. Uh, so everyone's saying we need to find the next Tiger. I don't think we need that. 
now. I think the PGA is doing really well right now because it has a lot of interesting players, a lot of good narratives. Uh, probably one of the biggest ones, hate it or not, the whole Brooks and Bryson rivalry. You know, as annoying or as silly as it is, uh, I think it's brought a lot Brooksy. of excitement. Brooksy! Yeah, it's made it fun. I think. Hey guys, it's Brooksy. <laughs> I think it brought out some maybe more neutral golf fans back into it again, just like little narratives like that. Uh, Rory's interesting. I mean, Bryson's really interesting just because he's, you know, this big hitter. Brooks is kind of this interesting player. He's like, I don't practice, but then he goes out and performs majors better than almost any golfer historically since Tiger. I um, also like one one thing that I, I've liked about the PGA that I, I feel like they've done a good job, like reinventing itself, if you will. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the Ryder Cup has come a long way. Um, in regards to that rivalry, um, I I personally I don't think it's perfect, but I love how they implemented the FedEx Cup, you know, mm-hmm. six years back or seven years back or whatever. Um, and then I actually do watch the regular season as well. I like how they they have certain like rules in place um, that keep the stars having to play and you know x amount of tournaments and new tournaments every year, which kind of keeps things fresh and and keeps you from um, not getting the, the star power, if you will. Yeah. One of the things I love that golf is doing that no other sport can do, it's the celebrity events I think are so much fun. Especially oh, yeah, yeah. it's like you can bring like goats from hands. other you can bring goats from other sports to have them compete against each other. Like I think the Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning Tiger Phil is one of the like coolest yeah. events ever. The match. Because it's match. just like, can Tom Brady's goatness carry over? I mean, Tom Brady hold out a shot from like 160 yards away. It's just kind of, and then Charles <laughs> Barkley's commentating. Yeah, it's just kind of this like fun little like you know, jab at each other. Uh, I think it'd be really fun if they got Michael Jordan out there for one. Oh yeah, you know Michael I will Jordan say this. and Curry. Yeah, and Curry. I will say that the PGA is unique in my opinion, as because it has. I would say two players that are universally loved by every single fan. So, like, I would say in the NBA, Jordan is probably the most recognizable name, but you still come across people who hate Jordan or hate LeBron especially. But in the PGA, I have never once met anyone who disliked Tiger or Jack. And that's what I think is so unique about it is because there's no teams, like, these guys are just so amazing. They're so fun to watch. Because so my, my my dad and I went to the practice round with the PGA I think in 2018, and uh, we actually saw Tiger there, and everyone was just freaked out and just ran to see Tiger. I was so excited to see him. So it's so cool, it's so unique how in this sport you have these players that are universally loved by everyone. You know, not just a collective fan base, but every single golf fan loves Tiger. You know, and in the in the 80s and 90s they loved Jack. I think that's something so so cool. And, it's mm-hmm. so unique about about the PGA and golf. No, that's a good point. Last thing I'll they say also... about Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. The last <laughs> thing I'll say about the PGA is I know people mm-hmm. struggle with like politics and sports. I think the PGA is probably one of the better ones that you don't see that. It's very yeah. focused on the sport still. P, yeah, PGA and baseball say the other and and hockey are probably the three. I wouldn't know for hockey, but for hockey, yeah. What are you gonna say, Matt? 
I was just going to say, like, this has nothing to do with it, but I think golf has the best movies. Oh, yeah. Happy Gilmore, Caddyshack. Greatest game Legend ever played. Bagger, Legend of Bagger Vance, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways. If I'm missing movies. That's funny. <laughs> we'll have but. to do a top sports movies. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. All right. Let's see. Baseball? MLB. We're not doing college baseball because I don't really think anyone cares. Nope. So, okay. So, yeah, I'll go first. Um, this will be my hold. Um, and the reason – You I'm probably like baseball the most out of us three too. I, I definitely do, yeah. And the reason I do this is because I have so many fond memories as a kid. So, I grew up near Kansas City. Um, so, I went to a lot of Royals games. And for anyone not familiar with the Royals, which you probably aren't because they're awful. Um, oh, they, stop. They won a World they, Series recently. They went 30 years without with, – with, with 30 years with one winning season and no playoff appearances. Um, so from like 2000 Wait, are you, to – Are you talking about the Royals or the Mariners? Talk, talk about the Royals. So from like 2000 to 2008, tickets were like five bucks because they were just awful because no one cared about them. So, yeah, I probably – I've been to probably at least 100 Royals games. Um, it's, I, I love baseball. Well, not much, not as much anymore, but it's, I, I played it as a kid. It, 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 it's fun to play just, you know, just like rec baseball. My one problem with baseball is I feel like it's not, it's not willing to innovate and improve itself. Um, they've kind of done that. So I don't know if you guys have followed up, probably not, but, uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they expanded the playoffs. So now there's three wildcard teams. Um, and they got rid of the National League uh, pitcher hitting. So both leagues now have a DH, um, which if I talked to some of my uncles who are Cubs fans, they would hate it. But in my opinion, I don't want to see Clayton Kershaw or, you know, Justin Verlander hit a ball. Like that's – like they're pitchers. I want to see him pitch. So I'm, I'm really glad the MLB got rid of that. But it's just – it's just too long. It's 162 games. You got a month and a half spring training – it goes from April until November. It's just too long. I think that, I really think they, that's what that's my hold is is I love baseball, but I'm starting to like it less and less each year. So if they innovate and they make it more exciting, you know, get Mike Trout and and um, his teammate, whatever his name is, um, and the Angels into the playoffs. But if they stay the same and they don't innovate, then I'm eventually going to be a sell for me. So yeah, that's that's wow. my two cents on that. I think if you, would have a- if you would have asked me like 18 years ago, I would have had a similar response to Josh. Yeah. I, uh, 18 years ago. <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a big sell. Other than like a baseball hot dog, like I think eating a, a hot dog at a ballpark in the stadium, like it's like this feeling. It's hard to explain that like you can't get anywhere else. It's almost like a museum um, more than a sports league or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't know, but it's, it's just America's coming this time. There's way too many games. Like it's it's just, and this is coming from someone who loves golf. Like it's, it's too slow. <laughs> it's too like, slow. It, it's so boring. Like I'll watch the World Series, but even then, I'm like, let me leave for 40 minutes and come back. What I miss? Nothing. Um, and then kind of like the icing on the cake for me, like to Josh's point, something needs to change. I think it's been on the downhill for several years, but like 
like the icing on the cake for me is I just don't understand like the Hall of Fame selection. Oh, here right? we go. Yeah, it makes no sense. And it's... like I don't understand how Barry Bonds cannot be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Like I understand. Or Pete Rose. Yeah, it's not a Boy Scouts club. It's history of baseball. It's like we're talking about the arguably one of the most dominant athletes of all time. And I mean, like, I think Pete Rose should be in too, but Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's he, he I think he's the only guy to have an OPS over 1000 like the the five greatest seasons, four of them by a batter owned by Barry Bonds. So Anyways, it's almost like we talk about like politics. It's almost like the Hall of Fame selection committee is just politics. But um, I'm just not a big fan. I've never been a big baseball fan, so I'm like a a a big sell on this one. If I were to if I were to pick like my biggest sell, this would probably be it. I just don't I don't see the draw at all. So MLB for me, baseball is probably my biggest roller coaster league of them all. <laughs> so when I was in Utah, they didn't have a baseball team, so I was pretty much completely out on the MLB. I mean, I was aware of stuff, and maybe I'd watch a World Series, but I wasn't really that into it. When I moved to Detroit, Detroit's a big baseball town. They love the Tigers. I became a diehard Tigers fan. I was I went to like several games. I had the shirts. They're probably one of the most exciting teams of the last 15 years, honestly. I mean, they had Miguel Cabrera, Triple Crown, MVP, Justin Verlander, uh, MVP, who's also probably one of the best pitchers of the last 20 years. Uh, I mean, the Tigers had probably, like, one of the best rotations from the past 20 years. I mean, Verlander, Scherzer, Anibal Sanchez, Doug Fister. Yeah, they were, they were, they were loaded. David Goodness. Price. You know, I mentioned Miguel, Victor Martinez, Prince Fielder. Ian Kinsler, just a lot of great players. J.D. Martinez, I mean, pretty much anyone that has won a World Series the past few years probably played on the Tigers. That's what it feels like. <laughs> just not with the Tigers. <laughs> I mean, even the GM for the Tigers went to the Red Sox and then won World Series. So it's a little frustrating. <laughs> uh, very regional sport. I think a lot of people would say that. Um so after I left Detroit, went to school, moved here to Texas, uh, the the love for baseball died a little bit again. I mean, the Tigers also suck, so that doesn't help. It's really hard to cheer for a team when you're not in the area. I mean, I still listen to Detroit sports radio every day. So, I mean, I still get the pulse of, you know, how the locals are feeling. But, yeah, I mean, you guys made all the points. It There's too many games. Here's actually another big point we haven't even touched on. Its marketability is horrible. Let me let me put it this way. So oh, that's funny. If Tiger Woods, LeBron James, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, and Mike Tom Brady. Tra- Tom Brady and Mike Trout walked into a bar, those five guys. People would see four stars and then see some random white dude. That random That's white fair. dude is Mike Trout. Yep. And Mike Trout might be arguably one of the best baseball players of all time. I'm not even kidding. He's won several MVPs. 
he's actually a really exciting player too. Like he he steals bases. He's a great home run hitter. He he does home run steals. Which he has like he has as many he has as many playoff wins as you and I. Yeah, and it's not like he's in like a lame city. He's on the Angels, L.A., Anaheim. You know, the funny thing is, is now he's got a teammate that might be the second biggest star, Otani. Otani, that's what it is, Otani, yeah. Otani's insane. Uh, so, I mean, I think that's probably one of the biggest problems baseball has. I mean, I mean, Mike Trout, I mean, he is what he is. He's just not a very marketable guy. He doesn't try to be. Uh, he's super rich. I mean, the average Joe probably couldn't tell you five baseball players that are the best in the league right now. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, if you ask me right now, I'd probably have to sit and pause for a second. Even, I mean, that's the problem with baseball. It's just not very marketable. They need to do a better job at that. I mean, we talk about Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, you know, Alex Rodriguez, Ken, Derek Jeter, Ken Griffey Jr., David mm-hmm. Price. I mean, uh, Big Poppy. David Ortiz, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I will say, Keegan, that the MLB is probably – if we're talking the three big sports leagues, NFL, NBA, and MLB, MLB is probably the only league that is more team known as opposed to player known. Yeah. Like, oh, the Yankees are really good. The Red Sox always really good. Very oh, the, the 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 Padres always suck. The Royals always suck. Like, it's it's the teams, you know, as opposed to you know the NBA. Oh, LeBron's always really good. Giannis is really good. You know. I mean, I guess on a positive note, as Matt you say, is that buy the dips. MLB has definitely had the biggest drop, most people selling. So maybe you buy the dip because buy the dip. I will say, I will say, like from a like a historical standpoint, if you will. Oh yeah, great history. And then I think, like from a college standpoint, I still think you probably have the best rivalries in college football. But like professionally, like, baseball would be closest. Yeah. Yeah, professionally, I th- like there's nothing that comes close. I don't think to Red Sox Yankees. Like it was like even not being a baseball fan, it was super awesome to see the Cubs win the World Series. However many years back, like like you you kind of gotta almost respect that. But mm-hmm. that would be like my only as a not a baseball fan. Like I think those are some of the positives. I guess. Yeah, Dodgers Astros. Um, that was another recent one that we've had. Oh yeah, but, trash uh, cans. Great experience going to the game. Just yeah, I don't know. Definitely not very exciting. I mean, you almost could get the same excitement going to a college baseball game. Is <laughs> probably no. the problem. No, problem, no, you, no. no. From a casual, it's, from a casual, dude, who's just going? Co- college baseball is awful. It's it's not even. No, it's just someone just going to go to a baseball game. They probably would have no idea. I will. I will share my most recent experience at a baseball game we went to a, a rockies game a couple of years ago okay. and uh rebecca's like it starts at like 5 p.m or whatever and i'm like well let's just show up at six you know so we don't have to deal with the parking or whatever showed up at six and the guy was there and i'm like who are you gonna take our do you need money for parking or whatever and he's like game's almost over and i was like what <laughs> and we, we went in and it was like the bottom of the eighth and it was like 13 to zero and i'm like <laughs> what the heck just happened? Like, what the heck just happened? And Rebecca was mad because she's like, "We literally just missed the whole game." I was like, "I didn't know it was gonna be over in forty-five minutes." <laughs> uh, so uh, to counter that, I have seen a walk-off home run in person. 
So that, that's probably one of the most exciting moments of my life is it was in 2017, the Orioles were playing someone and they had a walk-off home run. So that was really cool. But I guess, I guess another positive is it's like cheap enough. You could oh, go yeah, it's frequently. Yeah. It's like, like, it's yeah. like, like 15, 20 bucks a ticket. Like it would be a super big drag to spend five hundred dollars for an NFL ticket, and then you go oh, to the yeah. game, and it just and it just sucks. Well, got a couple <laughs> other ones. Let's go for it. These probably won't take long. I mean, I know you no. guys. So, and uh, NHL. I've never watched a hockey N- game. Sell NHL. So yeah, sell or buy sell for me. T- total sell. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually mix it up. This is gonna be my hold. Um, hold. <laughs> what? Hold. I've I've been to a hockey game. Super legit. Like, and I think from a fan base, they have this like weird, almost like cult following in the hockey world. It's like, oh yeah, hockey town, Detroit. It, yeah, it's it's incredible. Um, I think like I could never watch a hockey game on TV. But they're like, so being, they're so confusing. Goodness. Yeah. And it, I mean, it's hard to follow too. Like the puck is like, dude, I thought it was over there. Where's it at now? Like, but like the environment is just so unique. So I'm holding it because like, I understand the draw, but I definitely don't like, um, I don't like totally get it. Like, like Seattle, for example, right now that they just added the Krakens, like there's this whole, like, there's this whole, yeah, Seattle just got a hockey team. Um, No idea. But like, they are super pumped about it. Like the whole feel is different. Like, um, so I think it's just unique. I don't know enough about it to like, really like, Hey, what's going to happen. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. Josh, who won the Stanley cup last year? I have no idea, but I I know in 2019, the St. Louis blues won because people kept congratulating me because they knew it was from Missouri. And I was like, okay, first of all, I'm from, from Kansas Vegas? City. Was it Vegas? I don't know. Who gives uh, a crap. Vegas. Do you know who won, Matt? I'm, I know who it is, but I'm just saying. I'm just showing. Was, uh, it it was, was on the Red Wings. No. Vegas won a recent one, right? The Vegas Knights. Or it no. was. It was. It was the Lightning. Yep, Tampa Bay. It's amazing. Oh, what Tom, it's amazing what Tom Brady can do. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he goes there and the they beat the Canadians. Their baseball team and hockey team suddenly do good. Have you actually seen that chart everywhere Tom Brady's lived? The teams do start doing good. Uh, was that in Boston? I don't think that was in Boston, was it? No, he when he lived in when he was in when he was a kid, the 49ers and Giants were winning. (laughs) Oh, really? And then when he played at Michigan, like that's when the Red Wings won. Okay. And then when he was in Boston, that's like the Celtics, Bruins, and Red Sox won. And then he left, and they didn't win anything. And then he goes to Tampa Bay, and suddenly the Lightning and Tampa Bay Rays are good. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. That's funny. Wasn't it? Wasn't right. it? Oh, never mind. No, I'm, I'm good. You can keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Keegan, you a buy or sell? Oh, I'm a sell. Uh, sell? I mean, I could tell you like Sidney Crosby, Ovechkin, Miracle on oh. Ice is a great movie. But, yep. uh. Gretzky, yeah. come on. Gretzky. Well, he was. I mean, yeah. he's from the '80s and '90s. That doesn't really count. I'm more of a Luke. Literally, literally, the best office quote comes from Wayne Gretzky. 
Slash Michael Scott. He missed 100% of the shots you don't take. (laughs) That's probably the best thing that hockey has to offer is that quote right there. That's fair. (laughs) More of a Steve Yeiserman for all time hockey. I'm more of a... I'm more of a happy Gilmore for hockey. 364 days till hockey tryouts. I got to toughen up. Gosh. I just don't have anyone that cares about hockey either. That's probably the other thing. Yeah. I mean, I lived in one of the biggest hockey towns in the U.S. and I still didn't care. I mean, the Red Wings are... I mean, on Twitter they say, put this in NBA terms. So the Red Wings are like the Yankees of, or the Lakers or the, I don't know, Patriots or Steelers of hockey. And I still, mm -hmm, historically, they're one of the best franchises ever. The the, Uh, the Detroit, oh, you're right, they are. Didn't they win like five or six Stanley Cups? They also had this like crazy streak where they made the playoffs for like 20 straight years and it ended recently. That's when you know Detroit sports is going bad if the Red Wings are even doing bad. Well, 25 straight appearances. Yeah, wow. 25. So kind of the whole consistency, you know, the Lakers, Spurs, Patriots type thing. Uh, man, I'm trying to convince you. Uh, I think if you play hockey, maybe you could get into it. But I mean, have you ever met anyone that plays hockey? I never have. I had a couple buddies in Utah that did, but... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, there were some Red Wing fans at my work in Michigan, but I i mean, I went to a Red Wings game. <clears throat> I even bought a shirt because I was like, oh, I'll start liking the Red Wings like I like the Tigers. Nope. Didn't happen. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> hard sell. I mean, to be frank, if the NHL canceled, I probably wouldn't care. <laughs> nope. All right. This is kind of a 1A, 1B combined. So MLS or and then Champions League FIFA. So that's kind of three categories. But they're all soccer. Can we just put soccer into one? Or soccer your rating's different? I think they're so different, the leagues, that you, personally I, I think you have to distinguish them. But if you just don't like soccer altogether, obviously it would just be a sell. So for me, uh, I'll start with the MLS. Um, that's a hard sell for me. The The one reason is there's a soccer team in Kansas City. And apparently they used to be really good. <laughs> they won like two or three championships in a row. I had no idea. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, the, uh, the Sporting KC just won another title. I don't, I don't care. So yeah. MLS, hard pass. It literally is a B league. Like the best players don't play there. So why mm-hmm. why would you buy it? Um I it, don't care. it is growing though. It is growing. But I'm gonna be honest, so we live across from a field and um, the soccer field and there's all there's there's soccer games there. Hundred percent would watch those soccer games before an MLS game. Just I don't I don't care about soccer, like MLS soccer at all. Um as for FIFA Still don't really ever watch it, but it's the world's most popular sport, so I have to buy it. Like the World Just Cup. Be, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a buyer. Like I don't, I don't really care for it. I don't really ever watch it, but just for the reason of it being the most popular sport in the world, 
Um, I, I, I lived in Brazil, sort of church mission there. So obviously I have to support it or I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be turned feathered by the, by the, uh, but as a there, um, but yeah, MLS hard sell and the FIFA is a reluctant buy, even though I don't care to watch soccer. Mm -hmm. And the champions league, I'm guessing is a sell <clears throat> European what's, soccer. Like what's, what's the champions league. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Premier League, La Liga. So let's see. Bundesliga is is, is, is one of them like England, the other one like Spain, or is, or I don't know uh, works actually. Right. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Matt>. <laughs> oh wow. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say too much to add on to Josh. I think um, sell for. For MLS, like the United States is just like a massive disappointment when it comes to soccer. I feel like we could come up with something better. Like I, I think if the U.S. decided to come out with like a cricket team or a cricket league, it would literally be better than our soccer league. Um, which is just unfortunate. <laughs> it's it's unfortunate because I, I to clarify, I it's really, the men's league. The women's teams actually had a really good history. That's true. Yeah. Um, to be fair. Yeah. Um, with that being said, like to Josh's point as well, I, I'm going to uh, buy um, both of the other leagues. I think from just like an international standpoint, like it's, it's hard to ignore. Like, like when you're walking the streets of Brazil, like nobody's holding a basketball. Nobody's throwing a football. Nobody oh, has yeah. a baseball glove. It's like all they're soccer. all running, they're all running yeah. around in Cristiano or Messi jerseys. They're all Neymar, like, like they're playing soccer barefoot in the streets, on hills. Like it's it's just a it's a way of life. More like from a from a South American and then a European standpoint, more so than any other sport in any other country. Like soccer is a way of life. And even though I'm not like the biggest soccer fan, like I have to respect that and buy that. Soccer is a tough one for me. So I had season tickets to Real Salt Lake. I went to the MLS finals in Seattle when Real Salt Lake won the MLS Cup over LA Galaxy. And here's some names you guys might know Landon Donovan. Yeah, if I've yep. heard David Beckham. Yeah. Yep. So they beat those two guys on LA Galaxy, which was they won in PKs, which is basically like overtime in soccer. Right. Uh, really cool moment. Uh, I played soccer from like five to age fourteen. So I was as a kid. I mean, it was probably in my top three actually with NBA and NFL, just like FIFA, MLS. Champions League, you know, the Euro Leagues. I mean, I knew the players, like, before Cristiano Ronaldo was the Brazilian Ronaldo. You guys might know because you were in Brazil for a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I think the World Cup is really exciting. Um, I get – I just – I, I mean, I get the MLS thing you guys don't like. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if you go to a game and you – are purposely trying to like it, then I think you'd get into it. Uh, my dad's actually a diehard soccer fan, still to this day. He knows really? like every player, 
like at everything. He could name the whole national team for the United States right now. <laughs> they, they missed the uh, World Cup. That was awesome. I'm kind of like the black sheep of my family of soccer. I probably know it the least amount. I could see myself buying in the future. I'm right now. I'm a sell. But for yeah. all of them. For MLS right now. Uh, I mean, I still follow it. I will buy for the World Cup. World Cup is oh yeah, yeah. super it's, exciting. It's the most watch event in the world. I buy Champions League and the Premier League. You talked about MLS being a B League. Those that is the A leagues. So I do follow I w- that. I will say from a from a sports overtime perspective, like I love watching a shootout in a soccer game. Like. There's something about it. It's just so quick, and there's so much pressure riding on each shot. Like, I love it. Mm-hmm. The last thing I'll say is the most passionate I was about a women's sport was probably in the, what was it, 2015 Olympics World Cup for the women's team, like Hope Solo, Alex Morgan, mm-hmm. Abby Wambach, um, Lloyd. Oh, I, I thought it was so- a- Hope Solo was in my same league in high school. She was a little bit older than me, but like my brother knew her. <laughs> it was before I was married, but like Alex Morgan, Hope Solo were like my athletic crushes. I'm like, yeah. So they were a really good team. I know we said the U.S. sucks, but the women's team actually is the best team in soccer history, interesting enough. Yep. Uh, lately, I'm not a big fan of them. A lot of their controversy nope. and even one of their players came out and said that. So that's not just like a, again, I'm not a sexist, but some people might take that. And I just like, I, I go to sports cause I want separation from outside stuff. So any other sports that we didn't talk boxing UFC, I know UFC is no. growing. Yeah. Like I, I, I can't watch that crap. I was so pumped up for Pacquiao versus Mayweather in 2015. Like I was in, I was so excited and it was like the most biggest buzzkill ever. I'm totally out on boxing. It's terrible. Maybe in like the eighties we would have bought though, you know, like Ali, Mike Tyson. No, I, I, I think the golden age of boxing was like the world war two era, like forties and fifties. Like dude, that's what I think of like golden age of boxing. You have to be kidding. What? That's like saying the golden age of football is when they wore leather helmets. Mike Tyson was an eighty-five. Dude, you're you're hitting someone with your hands. How can how can that evolve? Like, tell me. You just stand there because and punching they, each other in the face. Like, how's they like, became? How, how does that evolve? Because the human race becomes bigger, stronger, and faster. It became so much more exciting. Like. No, I'm I, I'm not saying that like the best boxers were. I'm saying I, I think boxing was the most popular in the U.S. during that time. I'm not saying that they were, uh, they were the best boxers back then, but yeah, like I don't know. I feel like the U.S. cared more more so about boxers like between the first and second world war, and then after that, it just kind of died off. I think here's the best argument I heard for boxing: no matter who you are in the world, if you see two people fighting, you're gonna go over and check it out. <laughs> and see what's going on. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, if you see two, if you see two people playing basketball, you're just like, yeah, 
So I thought that was kind of a funny argument. It's just like, uh, actually, kind of back to soccer. That's why they say soccer is the best sport. They just say you need a ball, and there you go, which is fair too. But yeah, I'm out on boxing, lacrosse. I'm out. I play ping pong. I'm in. Oh, ping! Like table tennis. Table tennis. (laughs) Disc golf. I'm in. Lacrosse. No. You ever said lacrosse? ESPN just made a big deal with lacrosse, actually. Lacrosse is so fun to play, though. Yeah. I've never played it before. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in on pickleball. Pickleball is really fun. Racquetball is awesome. We played a couple times, Josh. Oh, yeah. We've, we've, we've had some, some heated games yeah. playing against each other. I like racket sports. Yeah, racket sports are fun. Um, uh, swimming? Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to touch that topic. Uh, uh, volleyball. <laughs> um, volleyball. Used to be a fan of women's volleyball, and then I got married. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I know. I'm just playing. <laughs> or is he? Or is he? Did did uh? Did Maybe you I'm just being walk- honest. Like no one. I think from an athletic standpoint, I think volleyball is like the most underrated. Yeah, I guess like, it's not, like it's not they super are, athletic. Stop! They are freak athletes. Like no, like an average. No, they're not. Josh, we played on a volleyball. Josh and I played on a volleyball team we together. Like, like there's like swimmers who are like freak athletes, but no, like volleyball players, they just jump and hit a ball. It's they're not freak athletes. They have to be quick. speed yeah they do like you're talking about olympic type volleyball players or professional type volleyball players if you take an average volleyball team like their vertical is going to be higher than that of a professional maybe not nba team but definitely college team like they like i'm not kidding they you need the reflexes of a ping pong player you just got to be able to react to put your hand out like no, like you're not tackling or, or slamming a dunk ball or doing a juke move. No, as someone who's on, played, as someone come who's on, played man. football and volleyball, you have to be more athletic to play volleyball. That's no, no. I don't think so. No, I played volleyball at my company Olympics, and I just came in and I, I led our team to victory. I'm not going to be shy. <laughs> he was. The uh, company it? photographer probably took like one of the greatest photos of me ever. I was like in the air and I was like flexing and the sun reflected on it so perfectly that I actually looked like super ripped. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. Post it. That's awesome. Yeah, let's see how Keegan. So in college we played we played volleyball together. We played futsal together. Yeah, futsal is mm-hmm. how I destroyed my ankle. Soccer. Y- yep, I remember that. We played soccer. Literally played passed golf. out. Had to go on crutches and pain yep. meds and we won't, go to the, we won't go to my pain. <laughs> and then Josh and, then and golf, Matt know yeah. too well. Yes, I, I had to be your mom for a week. That was, uh, that was yeah. Josh, was, Josh was a good mom. I just gave Keegan a hard time <laughs> and messed with him. <laughs> uh, we, should, we should do a pod over our favorite and least favorite roommates. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Talker if they're on the pod. No, I'm just kidding. Or, or uh, best roommate quotes. I already have my quote. Yeah, this is uh, I don't have this listed as explicit, so. Okay, we we won't say it then. 
well, champion of the word of wisdom. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> everyone falls short a little bit. Everyone falls short sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, any closing thoughts, Josh, on the leagues or as a whole? No, um, not really. I'm just hoping baseball can get us back together because I've always been a huge baseball fan, but it's just tough. It's just so boring, you know? Yeah. So hopefully they can get their act together. Um, I'm not sure what the AFC West teams are like. Maybe they're like selling crack to players because everyone just wants to go there. So that, that should be a fun division next year. Apparently not to the Chiefs, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny. I mean, it's not, it's not like the Broncos got any good players. Like they still have their crappy receivers and their mediocre defense. So the, the, right. they'll probably go like five and twelve this year. You got your juju and uh, Jackson oh, yeah. Mahomes TikTok videos to sell. Oh yeah, it's, they're gonna be legendary. The marriage yeah. of Juju to Jackson. It's because the Jackson only... Mahomes danced on Sean Taylor's name at the Commander Stadium. They got cursed ever since. You, you don't mess with like. Indian teams. <laughs> That's racist, Keegan. Um, it's uh, complete opposite, actually. They're they're, they're called they're called native people, not Indians. It's racist of you. Yeah. I've offended a lot of people. Yes, you're a big sexist too. Yeah, I'll continue to offend people. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for having me on again. It was uh, yes, it was fun to talk you. sports. Good to have you as our co-host, and good to have Matt here as a guest. <laughs> uh, see you again in two months. Missed you, Hunter. Uh, enjoy. I don't know what you're doing tonight, but well, yeah, I've I've never done done a pot with Hunter. That'd be fun to do with him, one with him sometime. Right. He specifically said he, he didn't. He said he said he didn't want to do a pot with you. I don't know why. Oh, really? Did he really? <laughs> spreading rumors well when he found out I was going to be on tonight that's why he's not on uh, I bet you 26 bucks he has, he won't listen this far into the pod <laughs> this has to be one of the longest ones you're going to make $52 uh, you guys are awful if, if I didn't know you so well I would hate both of you well uh, we're going to get out of here just like oh, yeah. Tyreek Hill got out here from the Chiefs. So, this is the socialist. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>